Welcome back to Newsmax Daily for Monday, August 21st, 2023. The third of four Mondays this month. Hope you had a terrific and safe weekend doing the things you love to do. As more kids return to school today, there are still 33 days of summer left before fall. Today is National Senior Citizens Day, which in theory should be every day, right? If you're a decent person. Today is all about respecting and honoring those who have been around longer than us. And thankfully, many senior citizens are healthier, more financially secure, and living longer than past generations. But we all know that getting old is not easy. August 21st is also International Day of Remembrance and Tribute to the Victims of Terrorism, established by the United Nations General Assembly back in 2017. The day is all about offering support to victims of terrorism and their families, as well as highlighting the global commitment to fighting all forms of terrorism. And on this day, of all days, multiple sources, including CBS News, reporting that the Biden administration is negotiating plea deals with several 9-11 terrorists being held at the Guantanamo Bay detention facility in Cuba. Apparently, several families of 9-11 victims received letters letting them know that military lawyers in the Pentagon are exploring plea deals with four or five of the terrorists that have been held at Guantanamo Bay since 2023. Obviously, the families of 9-11 victims and a whole lot of other people are not very happy about it. I suspect we'll be learning more about that today and throughout the week. Meanwhile, President Biden and the First Lady, who are quietly on another vacation in Lake Tahoe, are visiting Hawaii today, meet with local and federal officials after they tour the devastation of the wildfire in Maui. They will then head back to Lake Tahoe, the Lake Tahoe home they're renting from millionaire Democratic donor Tom Steyer. And if that name sounds familiar, you may recall he ran for president back in 2020, Tom Steyer. All right, let's go back to Friday for a moment when the president held that trilateral meeting with Japan and the Republic of Korea at Camp David. We've committed to launch a new, what we call a supply chain early warning system, uh, a supply chain early warning system pilot, and which will alert our nations to disruptions of certain products and materials like critical minerals or batteries, so we can get ahead of the issues as we, they appear with the experience uh, that we've experienced in, during the pandemic. Three days later, you're still hearing a lot about that meeting. You're not hearing a lot about the Biden's trip to Lake Tahoe, and you're not hearing a lot about Joe being heard on an open bike at that meeting Friday telling his handlers to politely ask the press to leave. Then he sat there and smiled or smirked as the press corps attempted to ask questions. He did say this on the way to Marine One. I have no comment on any investigation that's going on. That's up to the Justice Department. If you missed it, Florida Congressman Matt Gates was a guest host on Newsmax over the weekend. Lauren Boebert represents Colorado's 3rd District. She serves on the House Oversight Committee and joins me now. Lauren, you really turned the investigation talk into impeachment talk with articles of impeachment you filed against President Biden last month. Speaker McCarthy has been teasing an impeachment inquiry. Do you expect an impeachment vote when we return to Washington in September? 
Matt, one way or another, we will have a vote on impeachment for Joe Biden, because if we don't have an impeachment inquiry in the Judiciary Committee or any other committee for that matter, I will go to the floor once again with a privileged motion and force an up or down vote on impeachment for Joe Biden. Americans are tired of this. Article two, section four says the president, the vice president and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery or other high crimes and misdemeanors. We have the evidence for the bribery, for the corruption, for this compromised president, Joe Biden, Robert L. Peters, whatever you want to call him, we will have a vote on impeachment. You heard it here. Lauren Boebert is going to force the vote if the inquiry does not produce articles of impeachment for the House of Representatives. Congresswoman Boebert, we get exactly the government we are willing to fund. Many of our colleagues have sent strongly worded letters and tweets about the corruption we've witnessed. Government funding runs out at the end of next month. How does the oversight work intersect with this looming funding battle? Well, certainly we have seen uh, the corruption in these three-letter agencies. Uh, we have sent out subpoenas. We have subpoenas that are um, in the hopper to be sent out, and we expect those to be ignored. Uh, and so if those are ignored and they aren't responding to House oversight, if they aren't answering our congressional requests for information, these RFIs for Jack Smith, for the January 6th defendants, uh, for information regarding Hunter's art sales, federal agency, uh, telework, in-person, work attendance, whatever it may be, uh, then they should not be funded. We have the power of the purse. And I want to make this very clear. We must use the power of the purse. If there are any agencies that have not given us the response the American people are owed for these subpoenas or RFIs, uh, they should not be eligible for funding at the end of September. Colorado Congresswoman Lauren Boebert and Florida Representative Matt Gates on Newsmax. Gates' congressional colleague Greg Stubbe of Florida has also filed articles of impeachment against President Biden. And Matt Gates said that he will introduce a House resolution to censure U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin from presiding over President Trump's criminal case in Washington, D.C. That is the document case related to the special counsel. Gates accusing the judge of conducting court with open bias and partisanship. Meanwhile, coverage of the Georgia indictments of Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, and 17 others continued over the weekend. This from Saturday Report with Rita Cosby and former Florida Attorney General and Trump advisor Pam Bondi. Pam, it's so great to see you. What's your reaction uh, to this case and also D.A. Fannie Willis? Well, you too, my, my wonderful friend, and I love your show. You have a great show, Rita. Well, first of all, Fannie Willis is in way, way over her head. She has charged not only President Trump, Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, Mayor Giuliani, but a total of 19 defendants, including President Trump, with I think it's a 41 count indictment that takes 98 pages. It's unbelievable. First of all, it's not a crime what they did, free speech. It shouldn't even be in state court. Legally, it should be in federal court if they're ever going to prosecute him for something so ridiculous. But she wants a trial date set when? On March 4th, Monday. Guess when Super Tuesday is? March 5th. So it's absolutely absurd. Not going to happen. No case 
No case in history with that many co-defendants and that amount of charges, and they're all facing pretty much up to life in prison, decades in prison, would ever go to trial before two years. What does that say to you, Pam, that she's looking at Super Tuesday, too? What does that say to you? Well, that's the ultimate election interference. The, The irony of all of these charges, the ultimate election interference is what she's trying to do. She's trying to prevent a former president and the front runner by far, and most likely, I believe, the next president, the 47th president, from participating in the election. It's, it's truly um, it's truly remarkable and absurd what she's doing. Do you think, Pam, uh, to that end, that it could move up to federal court even before the booking takes place? Because the booking is slated to take place in Fulton County's jail in Atlanta. Uh, By the way, that's also currently under investigation for unsanitary conditions and overcrowding. So do you think it could be moved? And if it isn't, um, it looks like it may be a dog and pony show there. There's cameras in the courtroom, too. Yeah, and and we are exactly, and that's what she wants. She wants this to be a spectacle. She wants to demoralize all of these co-defendants. And and it's just, it's not going to work. It's going to backfire. She wants cameras in the courtroom. And, you know, in in Georgia, they can, defendants can appear via video for arraignment. They can waive their appearance at arraignment and have defense attorneys appear on their behalf. Let's see what she does. And, you know, this nothing about this case is normal. And first of all, booking Donald Trump in the Fulton County Jail, they're going to have to deal with the United States Secret Service, the great men and women in the Secret Service, in order to, to participate in having him even come into that jail for his safety. So nothing about this case is normal. Um, and, and there should be no booking photo of him. They could waive all of this, but she's not going to do it because she wants her five minutes of fame. But it's going to backfire, Rita. It truly is. Former Florida Attorney General Pam Bondi on Newsmax's Saturday report. The booking of former President Donald J. Trump is scheduled as of now for later this week. The other big story this week is, of course, Wednesday night's GOP primary debate. Donald Trump, as you know, will not be there. And now Trump is indicating on his Truth Social platform that he may not participate in any of the GOP debates. Citing his tremendous poll numbers, which we'll look at in a moment, one of the many lower polling candidates qualifying for Wednesday's debate is businessman Perry Johnson, who appeared on Wake Up America Weekend Edition. Good morning, Perry. Thank you for joining us. Well, good morning, and I'm delighted to be here. Well, news just came out yesterday, right? It appears that you have qualified for the first debate, so congratulations. Congratulations. Um, and just, I'll just ask you, when you're on the stage on Wednesday, walk us through a little bit of how you prepare for something like that. I think a lot of people back home don't realize there's a lot of work that goes into a debate. Can you talk to us a little bit about your preparation? Well, the bottom line is you have to see what the format is, they're going to be asking questions, and you have to kind of prepare for what questions they're going to ask. The bottom line is, in my case, it doesn't take a whole lot of preparation because I made my position very clear. I actually have a plan. I wrote a book, Two Cents to Save America, and the concept is quite simple. We have serious issues here. The most serious issue we have is the economy. And the government has spent so much money, they've spent us into oblivion. And now we are $33 trillion in debt. Now, the consequence of that is 
extreme. That's the reason we have inflation. People don't understand often why we even have the situation we have. But for 20 years, we couldn't get inflation above 2%. And then the government decided that they were going to throw an extra $4.5 trillion into the economy without supplying goods and services. Well, there you go. The Inflation Reduction Act, for example. How can that possibly reduce inflation when what we've done is essentially throw more money into the economy, incentivizing people to go and buy more electric cars? The whole idea of throwing more and more money into the economy, rendering our country in a more precarious position, makes no sense. GOP presidential candidate Perry Johnson on Newsmax over the weekend. The others debating that we know for sure are Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, Vivek Ramaswamy, Doug Burgum, as well as Chris Christie and former Vice President Mike Pence, if they sign the RNC pledge to support whomever the candidate is. And according to a CBS poll referenced by Trump on Truth Social yesterday, the former president has 62% of the votes, 46 points ahead of Ron DeSantis. Vivek Ramaswamy is in third with 7%. Former Vice President Mike Pence now at 5%. uh, Tim Scott at 4%. Again, the debate is Wednesday night, and Donald Trump will be doing an event of his own with Tucker Carlson counter to the debate on Fox. Now imagine when Trump or after Trump names his running mate, and they do an event together counter to the debates further down the line closer to the election it is going to be very very interesting so maybe you watched some preseason football over the weekend last week we had in-depth coverage of the native american group that's demanding the new owners of the nfl's washington commanders bring back their original name the Redskins. I covered it here on the podcast. Several shows covered that story. The head of the Native American Guardians Association appeared on American Agenda. I mentioned that Magic Johnson is one of the new owners, and while there has been no official response to that story from the Washington football team, they are in the news again today. The Washington Commanders. This is hard to believe, but the Washington Commanders are partnering with Bud Light for a new campaign called Reunited with Bud Light. And no, not, and it feels so good. The tagline is, now that's easy to celebrate. Reunited with Bud Light, now that's easy to celebrate. More from Chris Plant and the Wright Squad. You know, some corporate people will just never learn. I got to tell you, I mean, how dense do you have to be to be a corporate entity and decide that this is the moment when the biggest beer boycott in the history of the country is ongoing against Bud Light for political reasons, and they decided to jump into this one with both feet. I just don't think this is a very smart play. Can you imagine Uh, how much money... Bud Light is paying these folks to do this. I can tell you, they know they're losing money on this deal. I mean, so this is this is a complete loss leader. I, I guarantee you, Bud Light paid them what their total beer sales were going to be for this year just to sponsor this. They don't have to sell one beer 
and, and, the, and the commanders are going to make money. Guaranteed. Well, it, it turns out, they haven't announced it yet, but we're hearing that their new quarterback is going to be Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say, I think Skittles will be sold next. Uh, the, the uniforms will be made by Target. I mean, they've already got two strikes against them. They have the stupid name, the commanders. Um, they really could have come up with a better name if everybody, uh-huh. everybody was so offended by the Redskins. Uh-huh. Um, and, and now this, I mean, it's just another well, maybe they, you know, look, They may just look at, 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 at the votes from Southern Maryland, Northern Virginia, and Washington D, and think, hey, none of our fans are are, are Bud Light fans. That, that I mean, are, Bud, are, are conservatives and won't boycott. So that that could be the other thing. Uh, I don't think they understand their demographic if that's what they're doing. That's former Pennsylvania Senator Rick Santorum with Chris Plant and Jen Pellegrino on the Right Squad. Check it out tonight, nine o'clock Eastern on Newsmax. Again, President Biden is in Hawaii today after the devastating fire there, and Southern California is getting flooded by Hurricane Hillary, which dumped four inches of rain in LA on Sunday alone. It is not a very powerful storm, thankfully, a category one or maybe two, but bringing a lot of rain as Hurricane hurricanes often do. Don't forget Newsmax is available on most major cable systems if you have AT&T, Comcast, Spectrum, Cox Cable, if you have Xfinity, Fios, even DirecTV and Dish. It's also available on your favorite streaming platforms like Apple TV, Amazon, Roku, and others. I'm Tony Marino at Radio underscore Marino on X. Reach out and comment. Thank you for listening to the Newsmax Daily. Be sure to tell all your friends about it and to check out some of the other great Newsmax podcasts as well. Enjoy the rest of your Monday and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.